Hello, Canada, and welcome to another Canadian Common Sense Rant. This is Canadian Common Sense with Lewis and Tony. Hello, Canada. Tony here. Today's date is July 8th. 18th, 2020. And welcome to another Canadian Common Sense Rant. So today I want to talk about cancel culture. Now, I realize the cancel culture has been around for a little while. And I think I kind of wrote it off as being more of a, a United States problem than really a Canada problem. And it is a huge problem in the United States. There's no question about it. And my American brothers and sisters, I love you, but boy, oh boy, I feel for you with uh, all the cancel culture that goes on down there. What is cancel culture? Okay, um, I couldn't really find a textbook definition of cancel culture because it's more a phenomenon more than really it's a, a thing to be defined. But essentially what cancel culture is is that if someone does not agree with you, they do their very best to silence you. Now, this is obviously very prevalent in media. And looking at my American brothers and sisters, people like Tucker Carlson, for example, they try and find anything that may look like a black spot in his past and do their best. He has to be off the air. He has no moral character. Well... Look how long Matt Lauer stayed around. Um, yes, he finally did get canceled too after Me Too became a thing. And wow, good thing Matt Lauer got canceled. Because he was truly a scumbag. But, I mean, Sean Hannity, who is the most successful radio and I guess probably even television personality in America, definitely the most successful radio personality, 20 some years now, 30. 32 years been in radio and there's probably been movements to cancel Sean Hannity since you know the the early 90s when he be, started to become an, uh, a more popular voice and thankfully it hasn't worked they haven't canceled Rush Limbaugh they uh, you know did manage to cancel Bill O'Reilly and this is the whole thing I mean an opinion and often it's the political left who are the ones attempting to do the canceling. It's the political left who wants to shut down Tucker Carlson because he was conservative. And it's not even the council culture wants you to change your views on anything. Although, I mean, they would all probably be quite happy if we all became a bunch of communists, like many of them are. Yep. I said that. And it's not going to happen in many cases, but at the very least, if they can silence you, so that only their voice is heard, then to them they've done their job. And really they have, if they are able to cancel these voices out. Now, I know I've listened to Sean Hannity for a long time, and Dan Bongino, and Mark Levin, and all of them say they get you know regular death threats to, but from people who want to cancel them, people who want them off the air, people who want them to stop, you know, voicing their their conservative viewpoints for the public to consume. Thankfully, all of them have stood up and said, no, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And now with 
the latest round of Black Lives Matter protests, and especially the Black Lives Matter, who is a very well-funded and, and organized group. The founders actually fully admit that they are trained activists, trained Marxists. And that's a quote, by the way, trained activists, trained Marxists. So you know what ideological bent they're coming from. So that shouldn't be a surprise that they want to try to silence anybody who disagrees with them. In this case, anybody who actually believes in, quote unquote, the system. And I'll get to my point, Mike, because I just wanted to give a little bit of background to where, where cancel culture, to me, comes from. And it gets ridiculous. And I think it's that the problem is, is that people cave. And I mean, go back a few years to Gillette when they came out with this ad about toxic masculinity because they wanted to prove how woke they were and with the times and Gillette lost was it three billion dollars in sales almost instantly um there's two hosts on this very podcast that have not put one penny into a Gillette product since those ads come out and I know many many other people who are the exact same way I've said it before on this show get woke go broke. And that does happen to some companies. And Gillette lost a lot of its share value because they wanted to prove how woke they were because they gave in to council culture. Universities, uh, University of California in Berkeley, a couple of years ago was going to have Milo Yiannopoulos come speak at the campus. And then suddenly the Left-wing administrators at Berkeley. Wow, left-wing administrators on a university campus. Whoever would have thought? Okay, I'm being sarcastic because they're all left-wing. And what did they do? They kept increasing the security costs and saying, oh, Milo's too much of a risk because he says things that we don't like. Words hurt. You ever heard that one? Words hurt. So, nope, we can't listen to Milo Yiannopoulos. We have to, to cancel the event. Cancel culture wins again. Ben Shapiro, because he speaks from a conservative event. Activists are constantly trying to cancel his speaking events. And even when they don't cancel him, they constantly try to disrupt his events to stop him from speaking. Cancel in him out. Cancel culture. Um, person who of whom I'm a big fan, who is a Canadian. In fact, he is from northern Alberta, like I am, although he is grew up much farther north than what I did, Dr. Jordan Peterson, the University of Toronto professor, who decided that he was not interested in being compelled to use certain gender pronouns and decided to to speak out against compelled speech. And I think everybody knows the struggles that Jordan Peterson went through because he stood up and said, no, I will not be cancelled. And Jordan Peterson unlike Milo Yiannopoulos, was actually rewarded for standing up and saying, no, I I won't bow down to council culture. I won't bow down to political correctness. I'm going to go on a speaking tour. I'm going to publish a book that's going to sell 3 million copies. That book is called 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos. Fantastic book. I read it. I recommend everybody read it. No, I'm not being paid for the endorsement. It is just a fantastic book. Jordan Peterson, uh, until he developed some health problems, had a very successful speaking tour. Um, update on Mr. Dr. Peterson. He has, I believe, just finished his latest book, so hopefully he will be out on another speaking tour soon when uh, 
when pandemic responses allow for it, I guess. All right, so how else is cancel culture hitting home? Well, we've all heard for years now about the Washington Redskins. That name is racist. That name needs to go. Well, the Redskins have finally caved to council culture, and they have said, okay, we are going to come up with a new name. And where I'm going with all this is where does it stop? And that's the problem is where does it stop? I know that even on such little things as social media, I've talked about Twitter before, how saying that if you want to get attacked just for being conservative, get a Twitter account and you'll get attacked just for showing up on someone's thread. And I do get attacked for that. And it is more council culture. We need to silence people who don't agree with us. During the 2016 election, you would voice an opinion. People would be railing back at you. Delete your account. Because if you disagree with the mob, therefore you cannot be right. And that is what has happened in all of these examples that I brought up. Disagree with the mob. Well, therefore you need to be silenced. And the Washington Redskins have decided that they are going to agree with being silenced. And people who, you know, unfriend you on Facebook because they disagree with, with your viewpoints, they all these people are doing themselves a disservice by refusing to hear the other side and learn how what, how the other side thinks. And that is where conservatives have an advantage because at least we are willing to listen to the other side. We may not agree with them. In fact, most times we will not. But at least we know what where they're coming from. The left doesn't give us the same courtesy. And that's okay. That's their thing. Let them do it. But now where is council culture going too far? Well, the Redskins is one thing. And the problem is, as soon as the Redskins give in, then then who's next, right? I think the big thing is these companies, these groups, the speakers, all think, well, if I just give in this once, like Gillette, oh, if we just cave and do this one stupid commercial to show how woke we are, they'll leave us alone. But they won't leave you alone. They'll just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and keep protesting and keep barking until you give on the, in on the next thing and then give in again and give in again. And next thing you know, you're gone. And that's their end game. That's what they want. So now I brought up Washington Redskins twice. This will be the third time. The Redskins are going to change their name. And what happens? Okay, good. Okay, Redskins done. Let's play football. No, 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 no. That's not right at all because, well, what about the Atlanta Braves? Well, what about the Cleveland Indians? And those are baseball teams, I realize. And what about the Texas Rangers? That's the latest one in the Americans crosshairs now is the Texas Rangers because now that was somehow a racist group even though they were law enforcement oh law enforcement of course because the left currently hates law enforcement until they need them to protect them of course but that is more of a US problem and I feel horribly for my 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 brothers and sisters in the United States I'm not even kidding but let's move to Canada and the Edmonton Eskimos have finally agreed that, yes, we are going to change our name because the name Eskimos is just no longer in vogue. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, Edmonton Eskimos, team I you know, grew up knowing as the Eskimos, I will now officially next week be 
announcing their new name. And Terry Jones, who writes for the Edmonton Sun, published a great article about about that, and he kind of recapped some things that Lewis and I had said in our last show about the Eskimos, in that nobody really has a problem with the name. Um, Inuk people were polled, and there wasn't really enough opposition for the people who were polled to suggest that the team needed to change their name, but now they're going to. And Terry Jones, in his article, had said that there wasn't a problem with the fan base but there was a problem when they would go to other cities that people would suggest, oh, you need to change your name. Well, A, it wasn't really their business, but now they're changing their name. To what? I guess we will find out next week, but I'm going to suggest maybe something that's very non-offensive, like maybe the Edmonton Edmontonians. Oh, but then again, Edmonton, that was named for a city in Middlesex, England, so... Maybe that's cultural appropriation by taking the name Edmonton. So perhaps that name should be canceled. And it should maybe just be the Alberta Capital Region sports team that uses a football. Or something, you know, very, very milk toast and non offensive like that. But it's ridiculous because now that the Edmonton Eskimos have caved. What did I say? Who's next? Where are they going to stop? They're not going to stop. And that's the thing. First it's the Eskimos. Then they will find somebody else with an offensive team name, like perhaps the Chicago Blackhawks or Ottawa Senators. I mean, goodness, they've got a, got like a Roman soldier on their, their logo. That's got to be offensive to somebody because, you know, words hurt. And that would bring up images of those evil Romans who had slaves thousands of years ago. So that's going to have to be out. And what about Montreal Canadiens? That might be offensive to Quebec separatists. So perhaps that very storied name will have to go. And you see where I'm going? There is no end to this. So what really we need to do as Canadians, as common sense citizens, is say enough is enough. And it's never going to end on its own. So we need to put an end to it by simply playing football and welcoming the Edmonton Eskimos to your stadium or welcoming the Ottawa Senators or the Chicago Blackhawks or cheering on the Atlanta Braves because they need it right now more than ever. Tony.